Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Mindfully Yours podcast. I am your host, A.M. Costanzo, and today we are talking about how to get started with weight loss. I know, weight loss is a very tricky subject, and there are so many ways to go about starting the process, because I know that can be one of the most overwhelming things is just where do I begin well we're gonna get into that today so first off I'd like to rephrase the whole thing it's not how do I get started with weight loss it's how do I begin feeling good in my body I mean doesn't that just feel better it just kind of rolls off the tongue a little better how do I begin feeling good in my body I like that. I like that very much. So I'm going to step out on a little bit of a a steep hill here, and we're going to try this on for size. I'm thinking loss aversion. Okay, loss aversion is, it's a thing. People are more likely to be incentivized, incentivized, let's get that out, right? When it comes to preventing a loss, i.e., for example, do this and I won't take $10 from you, right? Like, okay, I'll do that. Like, don't take $10 from me. I'll do what you want me to do. As opposed to, hey, do this and I'll give you $10. You know, this is, I know it sounds weird, but it's actually true. This is like a scientific thing. We just don't want to lose things. We'd rather hold on to things than lose them as opposed to gaining something. So, you know, this is most likely why there's a show called Hoarders (laughs) and we're like fascinated by it. And, you know, the truth is we all hold on to things longer than necessary. It's it's a part of being human. (laughs) All right. So now let's apply this loss aversion theory to weight loss. All right. Listen, I told you, I'm going out on a limb here. I'm not a scientist. You know, it's, it's, we're just going to give this a good run for its money, you know. So loss aversion. And when it comes to weight loss, I'm not saying that we want to hold on to our weight. God forbid. (laughs) We do not want to hold on to our weight. You know, I think we'd all be over the moon if we could wake up one morning and, oh, all the belly flab is totally gone. I mean, that would be amazing. We do not want to hold on to the weight. I'm not saying that. But what we do want to hold on to is the habits, the habits, the comforts, the coping techniques that are already in play and have been for quite some time. We don't want to lose them because then what? Then what? What do we do? What do we do? We freak out. We freak out because we don't know what to do. Like, what do you mean? Like, I have all these habits and I know I shouldn't be doing this and I know I shouldn't be doing that, but oh my God, the the mere thought of changing them and doing something different is so outrageously uncomfortable. We just don't know what to do. And that's a problem. Our brain is all of a sudden like, wait a minute, you want me to get rid of this habit that I've had forever? What? And you're like in freak mode. So your brain can't stand problems. It wants them solved immediately. And... The truth is you can't solve a problem when you're focused on the problem, right? That's like psychology 101. You know, it's it's split energy and that just never works. 
never works out well. <laughs> um, because the problem, you know, it makes you tense. It makes you on edge and you're searching for answers on the outside, you know, in the outside world mostly to try to fix it. So that's why food and drink and binge watching, you know, is a comfort because it provides solace. You know, that little, all of a sudden Chicken Little is like lulled into a trance and it's happy there. Like your, your, your monkey brain is all of a sudden like, ah, it's, it's found its comfort zone, its creature comforts. So that's why coming at it from a problem mentality is not a good start, okay? So this is where things get tricky. You don't want to lose the solutions you already have in place, which are your habits, even though they're the ones that are causing you to not lose weight, right? So, you know, finding comfort in food, eating when you're not hungry, eating when you're bored, not working out because you're too tired, you're exhausted, it's not the right time of day, your kid did this, this is going, you know, all these things. We just have all these reasons why and all these habits in place. So that's the loss part. That's the loss aversion. You don't want to lose those habits. And, you know, I'm broadly stroking you out. I'm not, like I said, I'm not a scientist. I, I, have, <laughs> I have not conducted any formal research on any of this. But I have seen this over and over in my 15 years of personal training. So... I got to say, that's got to count for something. <laughs> so, anyway, loss aversion applies to, we're talking about weight loss, and we don't want to lose the habits, even though we know they're bad, in order to feel better about ourselves, because that's a lot of work. That's a lot of awareness work, which is something new, something weird. You know, it's it's strange and unusual. We're not used to being like that. Um, but there are habits we have to give up in order to acquire the gains we're seeking, right? And we hate that. <laughs> we hate that. I don't want to give up my habits in order to gain something. I want to hold on to what I know and what provides comfort for me. So, but this is true. So let me say that again. There are habits we have to give up to acquire the gains we're seeking, to acquire the weight loss. So giving up the habits in order to acquire the weight loss. And understanding that is one thing. It's a lot of mind work, being aware and changing habits and introducing new ones. There's there's a lot of upheaval going on here and we don't like it. So the question is, what do we do? What do we do? Okay. I'm going to give you a couple things here. Couple things and it's not crazy difficult. First, understand the playing field. Okay? Understand the playing field. You are most likely, now don't hate me when I say this, you are most likely the biggest saboteur to yourself. You absolutely are the one. No one else is responsible. So let's settle in on that. Let's, <laughs> let's let that one kind of come over us. Let's, let's let it sink in, you know. It could take a while, but <laughs> knowing that it's you not me. It's not them. It's you. Capital Y-O-U. You are the one that is likely the biggest player who is creating the problem. Because it's really not somebody else who's causing you to be stressed out or upset or turn to food when you're you know, emotional or, you know, 
this is this is the dealing mechanisms that you have in place that you've over time gotten used to. So when something goes wrong out in your outside world, your internal response is to do one of these habits, you know, sit on the sofa, have a glass of wine, eat some guac and chips. I don't know, (laughs) whatever it is. So understanding that you are the biggest player here, your reaction to your environment, to your world, to the things that are happening around you. You are the biggest player here. So you have to zone in on that. You have to accept that. It can take a little while because you're like, wait a minute, you're telling me that I'm at fault here. I'm not, I'm not. I'm sure you're so nice. I'm not trying to be mean. (laughs) Just understand the playing field. You are in control here, even if you don't feel like you are. All right. The second thing that is going to be helpful is to start doing the things that make you feel good. And they're not always the easiest things, but they do make you feel good. For example, I started waking up early. My alarm goes off at 5.30. I do that because I love the quiet in the morning. I love just being the only one up in the house, making my coffee, doing whatever. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, another example, my sister-in-law just started jazzercise again after five or a 10-year hiatus. I don't know how long. But she started doing it because she loves it. She loves it. It's that simple. She loves it. You know, a friend ditched personal training sessions with me for tennis lessons because she loves tennis. She didn't know that at first, but she figured that out. And then she was like, wait a minute, I really love tennis. She did it because she loved it. You know, are you seeing what I'm, do you see what I'm getting at here? Like find that thing that makes you feel good and start doing it. That's huge because if you're trying to do something that you don't enjoy, it's like forcing a square peg into a circular hole and that never works. (laughs) Never. You want to do a dance class, find a dance class, do these things, just do them. Like make the decision. Like that is your starting point with weight loss. Finding the things that you love doing and then making a plan to do them. Finding the class, signing up for it. Do it. Just do it. (laughs) Get into it. And if you're already doing that and you feel good about it, when you're in those moments of enjoying it, of being happy, of feeling your own power, you know, and you're looking for more change, like you're like, I'm ready for more, you know, once you get into it, when you're in those high moments, when you're in those moments that you're just feeling your power, like you're like, let's say right after a dance class, you are feeling so good and happy. What, what next? What next? When you're in that energetic state of mind, decide where else you can make a change that will have you like double, double downing on good feelings. (laughs) I'll have you double down on good feelings, you know, find that thing and go from that, like, then you take a next step. Like what else is going to make me feel? Do it when you're in that high flying state of mind, you know, and maybe at first it's just this one little whisper of a thought and it quickly goes away and that's okay. The next time you're flying high and you're in that zone and you're energized and you're excited, you know, think about it again and maybe, maybe it'll gain momentum, you know, after time and then there'll be a time when you're ready to try it you know, something new, maybe, you know, oh my God, you know what? I love this so much right now. I'm feeling so good. You know, I'm not going to go 
sit on the sofa tonight and watch a show. I'm going to go and I'm going to start, I don't know, writing that novel that <laughs> has been in the back of my, you know, like good things, happy things, things that get you excited because these are healthy things. They all play a role in weight loss. I know it sounds weird, but they do because you start feeling good. You start doing the things that you've been wanting to do, but you just haven't because you haven't had the energy. You haven't been motivated. There's no momentum, you know, you're going to start really feeling good, you know? So, because when you do these things, it's not about, it, it becomes more about not giving up certain creature comforts and habits or hardwired coping techniques that you've been been going through for a long time. You know, it's about crowding them out. Now you're crowding them out with actual things that make you feel good. It's not like some like, you know, abstract idea. You're like, no, 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 I'm actually doing this. I feel good. Let's ride this momentum. Let's make some changes. And you do it when you're in that high flying state of mind because you feel good, you're energized and there is momentum. And when you got momentum, you got everything you need. So boom, that's it. <laughs> that's my two, two step process. Understand that you have more control than you realize. And it's not anybody else that's creating the problems, the issues, the habits, it's you. And I love you, but it's you. <laughs> and then start doing the things, start actually really doing the things that make you feel good on a consistent basis. I didn't throw that one in there, but yes, on a consistent basis. And then when you're in that high flying zone, you're energetic, you're energized, you're enthusiastic, you're feeling good, Think of something else, you know, build on that. Keep going forward because I'm telling you over time, three months, six months, you're going to be a different person and you're going to feel really good. And you're going to probably, most likely, I'm going to say, I'm going to say like 95%, you are going to have lost some weight and that is going to feel really good. And that's how you keep it off. It's going to stay off. So just be more aware, stay tuned in when you're in those high flying zones, when you're energized, use that to your advantage and that's it. All right. So hope that made sense to you. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm feeling excited. So I hope you are too. And that's all for now, my friend. So please let me know how it goes. Let me know what you're going to do. Shoot me a comment. Shoot me an email. I am here. I am ready to cheer you on. Let's do this. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. I hope you enjoyed this session. Please subscribe if you haven't already. I am on Apple and Spotify. And leave a review if you're loving what you're hearing. All right. Till next time. So long. <laughs>